0: There's a famous cliche in the um, in the outside world, in the sports world, in the world of sports that has unfortunately been applied to much of secular life, and that is winning is not everything; it is the only thing, and it's almost like effort plays no part, no role; toil is totally meaningless. Blood, sweat, and tears don't translate into success. It's all about winning. It's all about getting to the finishing line. And I think we don't have to look very far, but to this week's parasha, in the simplest of lessons. In this week's parasha, we don't have to get longish, We don't have to get deep. We could just go to poshut, looking at the pesukim and look at Rashi to give us one of the most incredible life lessons that we will learn. And we'll start, as we know, it's a double parasha, Bahar B'chukhoisai. We've spoken a little bit about Bahar in some of the Halacha uh, She'urim, but we're going to begin parashas B'chukhoisai, the beginning of the parasha. Famous words, Inim B'chukhoisai, Teileichu. if you go with my Chukhois. We know of the, these three words, we've mentioned this previously, we have the famous Arachayim HaKadosh. The Arachayim HaKadosh has 42 pshatim. Can you imagine? On those three words, 42 different pshatim. To understand what it means, Im Bechugresai Teleichu. V'es Mitzvotai continues the Pasuk, Tishmairu V'asisem Sam, you should do them. And then the Torah continues, going to all the tremendous brachas that the Rabboni would give all of us, Be'ezah Hashem. For the commandment of in b'chukosai says Rashi Akadosh. And as I said, we don't have to get deep. We can just look at pashat pshat. Look at Rashi. First Rashi on the parasha You can't miss this one. Yochol Ma mitzvus. Rashi says I would have learned Posh pshat. In b'chukosai Go with my chukos. Do the mitzvus. Do what you're meant to be doing. Wash the tiles yadayim, say a bracha, hamotzi, and then bench, and then put on scissors, put on tefillin, do all the things that you're meant to do. Rashi burks the bubble. Rashi says, no, no, no. Yeah, I would have thought it means kima mitzvahs. Kushu oimeves mitzvahsai tishmairu. But then it says, keep my mitzvahs. So go back to what im telechu. teleichu. Hawe and remember, Rashi over here is asking a very important question, because the Torah tells us the most incredible, incredible rewards for the way of imbuchukosay telechu. you go on psukim after psukim of all the tremendous brachas that we'll get for what for imbuchukosay telechu. So how do I do it? Says Rashi. That's it. Simple. That's the recipe and that's it what, what does that mean I, I just want to ask a very simple question what's wrong what we learning Torah what's wrong what we learning Torah we do that the whole time we put our feet back we put on the laptop I don't even have to get out of my bed I can be in the base medrash in pajamas it's cavaldic. I don't have to move I can just learn Torah an entire day. And Baruch Hashem, we've got Torah anytime. We've got website after website and WhatsApp groups and Torah coming out of our ears, which is beautiful. It's Cavaldic There probably was never a time in the history of the world where so much Torah was being learned by so many people. I don't think such a thing existed. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think such a thing ever existed in the world that there were posh people in the olden days on golden days. Not that many years ago. You know, the posher people, all they learned was a few Mishnayis and maybe a, a, a few Kits of Shulchan Oroch. Shulchan Aruch Arav, depending on where you were. That was it. Now you've got Tamid you've got working people that are able to dedicate hours of their lives sitting and learning. What is Rashi talking about? <laughs> What's the Amelis Batoira? What do I need it for? Just give me the Lil Matoira. Let me just learn. What's the problem? So I want to just spend a few moments before we get to maybe answer that, to see where this is really coming from. And see it's not just in this week's parasha, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. You know, the Uraim, when he brings down many of the mitzvahs and he brings Hilchas Talmud Torah and Semen, Ration, and Dalad, the Uraim, and I'll quote to the Loshan of the Uraim Tsiva Haborhu the Raboinish a is commanding us. Sheil mo do Yisrael es hatoyra v'yamnu person should be omal in it. Again, Yerayim learns poshut pshat in the midst of Talmud Torah is not just to learn Torah, but to be omal in Torah. The Medrash, Medrash Rabbo, this week's parasha, Parashah Birkat says, the Medrash Rabbo, and I quote, "Shach Kodesh B'ruhu the Rabboni Shelo'lam is craving whatever that means. Cover Yochel to understand it. She Yisrael are Meleim Doesn't say Lil Moi Torah. Well, maybe I'm missing something. Where's the Lil Moi Torah? We make the bracha every morning of Birkas Atorah. Well, what's going on? Where's the limo? Just learn. What's the amalim that we're looking at over here? There's an unbelievable Gemara in Megillah, Dafkimo, where the Gemara tells us, and there are many explanations for this, I admit, but one of them I'm going to mention. The Gemara tells us in Megillah that when Jonas and Benaziel, famous Jonas and Benaziel, that we look at the side of every single Mikrois Gedolos that we have, we've always got Targum Jonas and Benaziel on one of the pages Explaining the pesukim, says the Gemara in Megillah, what happened when Ben Benaziel gave out his targum? I'm sure it was a Yehi Metuva It was a wonderful day. Yehinusim Benaziel just wrote a pevish and chumish. This is going to be credible. Everyone's running to the sfarim shops to go and buy it to see what he has to say to learn it. It's incredible. But you know what the Gemara says? The Gemara says, Eretz Yisrael, The entire Eretz Yisrael started shaking. There was an earthquake. Everyone's, the whole place was shaking. What's the pshat? Why? What happened? Out of the simcha, out of the joy, what was it? There's a toastless rid. The toastless rid in Megillah brings down, and Lashon of the toastless rid is the hatam, da'al Al ze lo y'amlu lo hovin absukim, ki'abir y'a munach modern day art scroll, I'm not putting anything down against the art scroll, the art scroll is and people need it, and people use it, and people finish and it's beautiful, but just to understand, says the Torahist read, they had Taugun Yoynesim Benazil, I don't know how many people by the way, and I never saw a guy, who's learning the Pesukim, he's learning the Chomish, he's like, I know what this means, let's look at Taugun Yoynesim Benazil, you know, we're gonna need like an art school for the Tarabiniones in Venezuela. Like, we don't understand what he's saying, never mind what the Possek is saying, right? But in those days, on their level, it was an expedition, it was easier. Oh, life got easier? What, that's better? Who said that's better? And that's what's going on. It says, the Toys was Megillah, in Megillah. shook because there was no Amelis <laughs> Where the Gemara brings a Pasek, and I'm not going to go and tell you the entire Sugya. But the Gemara says, Those that come and go get no peace. What does that mean? Says the Gemara, different Mepharshim, different Ramayim explain it. Rabbi and Omar again are explaining those people that go and come, they get no peace. Who is it referring to? Says Rabbi shas. They're going from Shas to Shas. That's beautiful. What's the problem? What's wrong with that? What are we missing? Says again, this is the Toysavus of The the Rit in Chagiget HaFyud says, You know what the Pshad is? These people go from Talmud Bavli to Talmud Yerushalmi. Okay. Halavai. How many people even opened up it? How many people even know what the Talmud Yushalmi is? And here we got people going from Talmud Bavli. Okay, they finished Shas. They did the same Shas. They were in MetLife Stadium. It was galvaldic, They got a chidah, a tremendous chizik from it. Now we're moving on to Shas Yushalmi. That's a problem. The other rabbi, Talmud Bavli, Mavo Yosef is there. Other Mekiday LaHakel Ma'olov near Talmud Bavli Umis Asik. But Talmud says the place was read. You know why they're going to Yoshami? I don't know how many people would say that nowadays, but in those days it was easier. It was just so easy. It's a bunch of halachas, this, this. Bavli is hard. It, it, it's written in a cryptic form. We don't understand it. There are no commas, full stops, periods, question marks. We have to work hard to try and figure out the words, the sugya, the questions, the mean, and the teret. It's difficult. Let's open up a Yerushalmi. It's easier. You know what that is? That's incredible. Again and again. You know, there is one pshat in the Mephoshim that explained in told us When we know, when Yaakov and Esav were in the stomach, so what happened is we know that there was he strode to upon him There was a fight between them. What was going on? the Zarah, the base, the whole over there to explain. According to one pshat, we know that the Gemara in tells us that the Malach was teaching Yaakov all the Torah. Can you imagine the, the Malach is teaching Yaakov all the Torah? He's learning everything. Ganshas, all the Bishoyim, the Achoyim, Nach that's incredible what, 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 do you, what do you want to go out for? I understand you want to go to Bishmatrash But what do you want to go out for? Okay, so we know one pshat Anything to get away from Aesop, A bad seviva A bad surroundings I need to get away from Esau But there's another pshat I found the one of them him, That he wanted to leave You know why? Because he was given everything On a silver platter The Barak is teaching him everything Yaakov is saying I don't want you to teach me everything I want to do it myself tell you, a the Gamaysa, and Mishkovsky said over this mice, he said he, the person who happened to came over to tell him the mice. he said when he was born, as a young child, he realized he had an unbelievable koyach. He had a photographic memory you imagine having a photographic memory? Just imagine. It's so difficult for us to, like, open up Gomorrah's, open up Shochanorah's and Mishnayos and Chomish and, like, to remember it. And, like, oh, we did this last year. I don't even remember it. No, oh, there are a couple of marks in it from last year's coffee stains. Okay, it figures out, okay, I, I know that I learned this one time. You know, we don't remember so much. I, maybe I talk for myself, but it's hard. He had a photographic memory. He learned the page of Gomorrah. Bang! He could say it, what a What an incredible thing. What an amazing idea. And he said one day, he did not have fever. The next morning, he opened up his kumar. He didn't remember anything. His whole photographic memory was gone. He didn't know what to do. So he did the only thing that he knew he could is he ran to some of the G'doyle Yisrael. He went to some of the G'doyleim at the time and he begged them. He went to Rav Shach and he went to Rav Chaim Shmulevitz. And they both answered what they answered. And then he went to the stapler. And the Stipler said to him, the following. what do you want from me, Shata? Shani, I'm going to curse you? What, I'm going to give you a bracha to get your photographic memory back? That's a curse. That's not a bracha. That's not a bracha. I remember of Scheinberg, Marisha Shiva, Zatzal, how many times I remember he to come up to give us our shmuzin on a Wednesday night. And when he left, you know, people were getting brachas for various things. And I remember so many times we used to asking Rebbe, give us a bracha for Torah, and he just smiled and he said, "No, go shvitz. That's the only way. It's the way he did it. That's the way everyone did it, and that's the only way to do it." Now we have to ask ourselves, and this is the question I asked from the beginning: Why? <laughs> What's the reason for this? Where is the Nibun Torah of saying you want to go and get all the brachas in this week's parasha? You want to live your life in the correct way? Amelus. But Torah, why? What's the big deal? Is that the only way? What's the reason why Torah is expressed in omal and working, in schmitzing in figuring it out? There are no other mitzvahs like this. It seems like the entire mitzvah is a mitzvah that only can be done through Amelus. So could you, again, you know, just imagine the scene. You have a guy who sits back, he was relaxing, everything's great. He's listening to Sheurim. He's participating. He's writing it down. He's getting it. He's enjoying it. It's beautiful. That's not what Rashi is telling us. It seems like you're missing the boat. Why? Rav Desla, in brings that what is the purpose of learning Torah? It's a question we have to ask ourselves. We're holding just around two weeks before Shavuos, before Kabbalah said Torah. Just two weeks. That's it. Are we ready to be in the Torah? Do we know what it means to be a couple of Torah? Do we know what it means to have the Torah? Says Rav Desla, in Mihtav Melio, the entire purpose of learning Torah is to develop a connection with Torah and with the mitzvahs and with the giver of Torah. That's the Rabbeinu Shalala. Because that's what the Torah does. It develops our relationship with the Rabbeinu Shalala. Says Rav Desla, any true connection is never forged without extending effort. That's it. You can never get a connection with anything if you don't try and work at it. Someone gives you something. Mr. Shosham says this. We know this. The entire reason the Rabbi Yisrael created the world was for us to work for it. Oh, couldn't you just give us the Enum Abba? No, because we wouldn't appreciate it. When you work for something, you appreciate it. How many guys know this from a personal level? You know, when you get money from your parents to buy stuff, to go there, to stroll, whatever it is, it's nice. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You don't spend, you spend it because wherever you spend it, when you worked to make that money and now you have to spend it, all of a sudden it takes on a new appreciation because I worked for that money. That's my money. I worked for, I have a connection to it. And therefore, of Vdesli, if you want to get a connection to Torah, you can't just learn the Torah. You can't just sit, put your feet up, drink the pina colada, go on TikTok or whatever it is, which is very, very entertaining, that's not going to change you. That's not going to give you a connection to Torah, and it's not going to give you a connection to the Rabbani Shalom and the Baal HaTorah. The only way is to schwitz, is to try. You know, a child will never love its parents as much or in the same way as a parent loves their child. You know why? Okay, it's a natural thing, true. But it's more than that. It's because a parent gives and gives and gives of their time, of their money, of their effort. Everything goes into that child. They cry themselves to sleep. They dove into the child. They do everything for their child. That relationship is based on effort. That's something that can never be severed. A child doesn't appreciate that. And the relationship with the Torah, the relationship with the Rabbi Nishraim is only one that can be forged through tremendous effort. In Parshas Truma, we know we have the suguh of the Avdei Shayam, the Avnei the Le'ifoidu, Le'choyshen. And there are 13 components that Klali's soul, as we know, the Torah tells us, donated towards the construction of the Mishkan. And of them were the very, very precious stones, the Sham stones and the Miluin stones. They were donated by the Nesim, the leaders of all the Shvatim. And the Arachayim HaKadosh says something which we may have mentioned before, but it's so, so, so important for what we're saying now. The Arachayim HaKadosh says if you make a cheshbun, these stones were probably and most definitely more valuable than any of the gold and silver that was being donated. So the Arachayim HaKadosh asks, why does the Torah mention them? at the end after all the other objects that were of much less value and the Rechaim HaKadosh famously gives three pshatim and I'll mention here the third pshat that he says where did the Nassim get these very very precious and rare stones from so there's a Gemara and Yuma in base where the Gemara and Yuma tells us these stones fell together with the Mon they fell from Shamayim and they fell with the Mon with the Nesim and eventually the Nesim donated them for the Mishkan says the Arachim HaKadosh Okay, that's where they came from but why does that explain why they were mentioned last says the Arachim HaKadosh you know why because since these stones came to them with no effort whatsoever they weren't so precious they may have been worth more money but they were not precious and that says the Arachim HaKadosh is the Yisoyed of life it's the asoid with everything we're talking about Toyo because that's this week's parasha. But it applies to anything. It implies to anything that we have. Why is it that people are so attached to so many things? Because there's so much effort that goes into those things. A person is attached to his work. Why is a person attached to his work? Because that's what that, that's what that's who he is. I spent hours and hours developing this business, setting it up, getting the workers' advertising, going on the road. You know how much effort I put in? This is my baby. Oh, so we see this again and again. The more effort you put into something, the more attachment you feel to it. You know, I told this to couples that I deal with who are going through rough times and I send them for help and professionals. And sometimes they say, you know, what do I need this for? Why is this happening to me? And I say, I want to tell you something. And I've told this to them. And many times they've come back saying this is absolutely the Messius That what you're going through is hard. But you're putting in a tremendous amount of effort. That effort you're putting in is not for nothing. It's effort of something that's going to forge a bond that is unbreakable. And that is what's going on over here. In this week's parish the Torah is telling us, how do you connect yourself to Torah? You connect yourself to Torah not just by learning the Torah, by giving of yourself to the Torah, by being omel in the Torah. It's difficult. And you know, even now, when we're not able to run to a base medrash, We're not able to sit physically in a chair. We're not able to do the things we're able in a regular year, in a regular day, especially at this time, to do. But you know what? That also has tremendous meaning. And we should not belittle it in any way, the very fact that we are still sitting and learning. And it's difficult. There's a noise. There's distractions. We're not in our regular things. You know, We haven't got our regular sleep patterns and our schedules and our this and our that. It's not the same thing. But we're still doing it. You know what that shows to the Rebbeinu Shalom? It shows how much you love him. How much you want his Torah. How much connection you want to him. Let me tell you one last thing. Incredible thing Chaim from Velazhenu. The Velazhenu, the Heidegger Chaim said about his Rebbe, the Vilna Gaon. He brings this in the Hakodoma, to the Sefer Sifra, the Tzniusah. Chaim Velazhenu brings an observation that he himself knew about from his Rebbe, the Vilna Gaon. The Vilna as we know, was uh, who knew Torah more than the Vilna goyn Back to front, every toast, every wish, and he knew everything. Said Rav very often, the Vilna Goin was visited by Malochim. And these Malochim wanted to give him the secrets of the Torah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the scene? You're lying there in bed. you got that very comfortable pillow. It's a the fan is blowing in my direction. It's, everything is perfect. Everything is exactly the way I want it to be. And suddenly, you hear a noise. Goin! Vilma Goin! Wake up! What is it? How, many, how much did the Vilma sleep already? An hour? Two hours? Three hours? He was tired. He'd been learning a whole day, cracking his head over the rash. trying to figure it out. The Vilma as we know, wouldn't eat if he had a kasha. Could you imagine? Could they am doing such a thing. I'm not going to eat until I have Pshat and Toises. Thank you very much. Give me lunch. I'll figure it out. I, on, a, on a full stomach, I'll figure out the Toises way better. Trust me. Oh, if we got an art squad, what's the difference? But Lemaisa, the Vilna wouldn't go to sleep. He wouldn't eat. He would wrap himself in a towel, in a wet towel, to be able to contain his throbbings of his head because he couldn't figure out Pshat and the Rashba. And that night, the Malochim knock him on the shoulder and they say... Mr. Vilna Goin, Rabbi Goin, we're here to tell you the answer in the Rashbah. Wow, that's gewaldig. Rabbi, said, let me ask you, if we found, before the corona uh, medication, we found the pill that you could take that you will know Shas. Could you imagine? Take this pill, tomorrow morning you wake up, you'll quote Shas. You vomit, Gimel, Kedushin, Lamme Base, Brochus, Yud Base, this is a gra- this is a gra- who would say no to such a thing? I'm going to say, what do you mean? It's Kabbalah. I know Torah. The Vilna Goin got visited by the Malachim, And they said, here you go. We're going to give you everything. (laughs) Said Rav Chaim, my rabbi, the Vilna Goin said, no, get out of here. I want to work on it myself. Why? What's the matter with you? You get all the answers. And our answer is, unlike how we started, that we don't hold... That winning is not everything, it's the only thing. We hold that's not the Malach. It's not about winning, it's not about getting there, it's not about what you know, it's not about what you finish. How much did you try? That's it. And that, I think, is such an incredible prerequisite. Before we come to Shavuos, before we sit, and most of us will be sitting in our homes, being the Torah alone, or for those that are allowed outside in a small minion, It's not like we're normally used to together in the yeshiva. Kabbalah sa Torah, Sanach, learning with the mikvah before nates, all mamaylis. No, we don't have it. But as a prerequisite for Torah, we have to understand what is Torah? What is the Reboi Nishnah on 1 for us? And how do, we, how do we forge that tremendous and unbreakable credible connection to Torah? Says Rashi in this week's parasha. Simple. She tells are you a My boy say it's about the effort. What effort did you put in? How much effort did you try when it was difficult and you were tired and you got all the distractions and the noise from the kids and the sisters and everyone's running all over the place and you're trying to concentrate on your zoom Sheh and you're trying to concentrate on your Gemara and your Chomish and your Bura, and whatever it is did you try? That's a Bata'ira And that's all you need. Because Amelus B'Torah is what gives us, as the Torah tells us so clearly, in this week's parasha, all of the brachas, everything. All it is. It's not limited Torah, Boisai. It's Amelus B'Torah. Trying, putting in the effort, seeing what you can do. And the Ezra Hashem, if we do that, the Reboi will give us all tremendous brachas in our lives, all the Brahas over here, in every single one of us and our family, and we will come to Shavuos as different people, as people that it's not about what did we finish, what do we know, it's about how much did we try. I wish everyone a wonderful night, thanks for coming.